With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is the creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show, and watch your life grow. And we're back, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on the Philippe Matthews Show with a phenomenal uh, gift to the media planet. Uh, I am talking to Mr. Nick Nanton, uh, who is the co-author of Celebrity Branding You. How are you, my friend? How are you? Fantastic. Nick, I love this, uh, I love this book. Uh, it uh, is completely different uh, from other uh, books on branding and publicity. And, and, and I'm just curious as to how did you, with your, with your uh, partner, uh, J.W. Dix, how did you guys come up with uh, such a, a new concept in, in branding? Oh, well, first of all, thanks for the kind words. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who – branding is an interesting concept in general, and, and it's a very polarizing subject because many people have been uh, hosed over the years by spending a bunch of money on trying to, quote-unquote, build a brand, and then they couldn't monetize it. And then there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who who kind of have talked about that, and there's people who think that – uh, branding is a bad thing, and people who think you've got to have a brand, but you've got to have too much money to do it. And so just really from personal experience, um, from my partner and I both, um, of what works uh, in building a, a personal brand, uh, for small and large companies alike, I mean, uh, my partner has led the marketing and sales of over a billion dollars worth of products and services uh, through personal branding, but he started, you know, nowhere as well, and so did I. And so my process of utilizing his strengths and gifts and mine as well well, to build my brand in a reasonably short amount of time, um, we, we really developed a system for, for effectively doing it on a budget. And so we really we wanted to get that message out because we knew there's a lot of small businesses, medium-sized businesses, and even large businesses who not only whether money was a problem or not, just no one had really broken down step-by-step effectively how to do this. Mm-hmm. So that's really what we wanted to do. 
Well, the, the subtitle says, A Revolutionary System for Entrepreneurs and Professionals to Become the, the Go-To Expert and, and Dominate Your Field and Eliminate the Competition. Talk to me about the, the go, being the go-to expert and dominating your field. How, how possible is that? How difficult is that? And how necessary is that in, in, in today's market? Well, it's extremely possible, and, and in my mind, extremely necessary. I mean, look, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a, a, a mean guy, so I'm not hoping we put the rest of the world out of business. But you know, we're <laughs> we're we're in business for you know usually for a couple reasons to help other people and to support our our families, right? And so it, it's our job to make sure we reach the most people for the best of what we do, and so we can help them. If not, every decision they make is a mistake because they haven't had the right advice. So what I so what we said after the book again is, is kind of create a system where anyone could become the go-to person because what happens is in the marketplace uh, everyone is selling something right i mean i always mm-hmm. talk i always laugh about i'm always selling my kids to go to bed at night i mean you, you know we've all <laughs> we've all sold our wives to marry us i mean we're all selling something and and in the system we talk about it really it really trend um helps you transform from um a salesperson or a pitch man, no matter what you're doing, uh, into an educator. And when you become an educator, you become a trusted resource. And then ultimately, if you utilize this, the the kind of things we talk about, the tools and the systems, you become a friend in the business. And if you think about it, um, if you have a friend who's an auto mechanic and your car breaks down, um, you don't go get four different quotes for what, you know how to get your car fixed, for what it's going to cost. You get them to fix your car because, and you don't, you're not even really worried about the price because you you know you're going to get service you know it's going to be good customer service you know it's going to be done well at the end of the day um you know that's why we do what we do um mm-hmm. you know people a lot of people will, will will do things only on price they will base everything they do on price uh, on a sales side and i and and i try to tell them hey you can probably raise your prices no my competition is doing this out of the other and the only question i ask them just to start with is do you buy everything you buy at walmart and they'll say no. And so well, there's a reason for that because you don't only buy on price. If you only wanted to buy on price, you buy everything at Walmart. But you might like, you might feel better shopping at Target. You might like the selection they have better. I mean, they've got, you know, it's still a toaster. But if you want a red toaster, you can pay a little bit more. And so the the point being that we don't, we aren't in just a price based economy. And so by becoming a friend in the business, by becoming a trusted resource, by becoming an educator instead of a pitch man, uh, you can you can make your way through to friend of the business and that. And that truly is where you create a bond that will absolutely help you dominate your competition. I really like that distinction of becoming a friend of the industry versus a pitch man. Right. Uh, it, it, it appears because of the advent of social media uh, that uh, there's been kind of a, a pushback or a backlash of uh, the regular sales model. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, well, I think it's. Um, I don't disagree with that. I think in a lot of ways just interconnectivity has opened up and you've got, you know, before you used to have a a salesman coming into your business and they could only get into so many businesses to try to sell you things. Now they're online and, and, you know, they're puking it all day long through social media. So it's just much easier for them to reach a lot more people, certainly through email blasts and everything else. It's easier to reach a lot more people. So I, I think we all are getting a lot more sales messages than we were in the past just because of the way we process information. Um, you know, I, I'm not that old, so I, I can't probably compare it to business in the 80s or anything. But it's certainly, you know, there's no filter now on how to reach as many people as you want to. So, yes, and, and there are certain people.
people who will never get it. There's certain people who have never gotten it and will always never get it. You know, who who walk into social media and and do the you know social media is the world's largest cocktail party, right? You got a bunch of different <laughs> conversations going on around the world. You got a conversation over here about real estate. You got one over here about you know uh, losing a loved one. You got a conversation over here about how to woo a man or a woman. And and so and some idiot walks to the room, stands on a chair, and yells that they can get you a mortgage for three percent. I mean, that's not what people are looking for. <laughs> so 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 if you think about it like a cocktail party, you, you go join and contribute to the conversations that make sense. You can kind of eavesdrop on some and, and make your way in easily as you want to, but you don't walk in and just start yelling the price of your services. And I think people, you know, because of the fact that most people haven't been, there hasn't been much training uh, on computer or social media etiquette. There's no cotillion for social media. I think most people just don't, you know, if they're, when they're getting into it, they just don't understand um, why you'd want to get on it. And then, and they just, you know, they don't understand that kind of philosophy. And I think the easiest way to get it is that it is the world's largest cocktail party. I, I absolutely love that analogy. That's fantastic. Uh, in in the book, you, you, this is really interesting. You say if you if you believe in big corporate brand and institutional advertising, then respectfully, uh, let us suggest that you close the book and take it back to the bookstore. <laughs> yeah, I love that, man. That's kick ass right there. Well, thank you. I mean, really, what all we're trying to say, and it's not that we don't believe in that stuff, but really, obviously, you got to draw some lines in the sand. And that, this book is not intended for people who have fifty million dollars a year to make people think of Coca-Cola before Pepsi. It's just that's not what the book is about. It's 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 for the people who are trying to build and grow a business based on on a personal brand, because we know. The research and everything else that people buy from people they know, like, and trust. And uh-huh. so, yes, you you do need to spend money, you know, uh, branding the Coca-Cola to the world and things like that. However, at the end of the day, the guy, the rep who puts it in the store is the guy probably who who the store determines what, what sort of positioning he's going to get. And maybe not a great example because obviously there's a lot of pay to, for placement and spaces and stuff. But at the end of the day, you always get the best opportunities if people know you like you and trust you. There's just there's no arguing with that. So if so if I'm looking for the fastest way to grow an effective business with an effective message, I'm going to do it through personality because that's my fastest, easiest way, you know, to capture the hearts and minds of people in order to get the inside track and in order to get the business. I mean, it's, it just makes sense. You know, I've always said that uh, uh, in, in today's uh, new new world. Uh, you know, there was a time when it was okay to be good at what you do, and there was a time when you should be great at what you do. However, I'm looking at this day and age, and you have to be the guru of what you do. And, and that kind of uh, uh, supports what you said in, in the book about you have to become a celebrity uh, in your niche, in your market, in your field. Speak to that, because I think it's interesting, uh, uh, you know, for people to look at themselves, you know, the plumber or, or the electrician, to look at themselves as a celebrity in their particular field and brand. Yeah, and, and so I kind of I I have kind of put together this kind of triangle here of there's there's celebrities, there's experts, and then at the at the apex there's a celebrity expert, and that's what I think everyone should should try to be because there's a bunch of celebrities that everybody knows who they are, but they don't they don't make any money, they don't particularly contribute something to the world, um, and they don't know, they may not know that much. You know, they're just mm-hmm. a celebrity. I mean, certainly I don't want to pick on anyone I don't know, but certainly Paris Hilton comes to mind of someone who one would imagine is something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Then, you, 
then you've got on the other side of the spectrum, you've got experts. You've got guys with PhDs hunkered down in, in university basements who are just smarter than you could possibly imagine and could be of so much help to you if you knew they existed. But you mm-hmm. don't. They're mm-hmm. they're an unknown expert. But if you mm-hmm. become a celebrity actually, that is the absolute pinnacle of success because not only are you a celebrity and everybody knows who you are, but you're also an expert at what you do. So really what we're trying to say is become a celebrity expert, become the most you'll prove that you're the most knowledgeable person in the market and then also by, by proving it and showing it you will become known in the marketplace and if you can become a celebrity expert you will you'll dominate your competition because no one else is doing it now you also say that you need to know who you are uh, and develop uh, your or and become aware of your own unique self uh, as you're going through this this process talk to me about that yeah well the funny thing about most people is that um, they go through a bunch of life experiences, and we have some good, some bad. What mm-hmm. we tend to want to do is we tend to want to accentuate the good and hide the bad. And what, what's interesting about this is the more I've talked to, to you know, uh, people, particularly in, in storytelling and, and just I – don't, I don't even know what category to put them in. But it's like the – the thing is that if you walk through life and you and you try to shut the door on the bad experiences you've had, you're only giving people a piece of your life because you're basically leaving a piece of your life behind that door. Mm-hmm. And so you're only you're not you're not 100% of who you are. If you open all the doors and let all good and bad experiences flow through and you're able to help other people learn from your bad experiences, that's truly where you connect with people the most and that's really what they want. That that's your most authentic you. So that's that all sounds kind of ethereal or something, I don't know, but it, but it's true. So you know, you take the good and bad, you mix it into a big melting pot and you message it so you can help people learn from both. Now, the the funny thing about when people hire you, um and you talk about getting to know yourself, what you're really good at. It's funny. Um, if you don't really, the reason why people hire you or, or buy from you is probably very different than you think it is. Um, mm-hmm. Like most plastic surgeons would think that um, someone came to me because they wanted, you know, a, a better nose, and so I fixed the nose, and that's why they hired me. Well, no, chances are they hired you because they were called Gonzo their whole life, and they have, you know, they have a 10-year high school or college reunion coming up, and mm. they they want to. They want to feel better about themselves. They want everyone to be to give them more self worth. Mm-hmm. And so, so I mean, a, a, a distinct differentiation of we often think people hire us for the mechanical things of what we do, but people are really hiring us for um, for life circumstances and to fix a problem that we may not even know what that problem is. So one of the things we try to do in the book is say, look, ask people around you, why do you really come to me? Um, a lot of times people will think it's price, uh, but it's not. It's convenience. It's trust. It's whatever else. And you'll find that um, there's a lot of other things that you could do to uh, to increase your business because of the reasons they're hiring you. Um, that's not what you were focusing on. You were focusing that, on other things that you thought were important. That's fascinating because what you're saying is is that people are really coming to you because they, they're, they're trying to feed uh, and, and eradicate an emotional response. Yes, which I think is absolutely fantastic. Now, this also uh, would suggest that the difference between we're not talking about when we're talking about uh, uh, you know developing your personality, finding out who you are, uh, uh, shoring up your your uniqueness. This is not about being a gimmick. 
No, absolutely. Yeah, that that's a great point. And so when it's actually funny when you said earlier about you know it's the age of being a guru and 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 the sad part is that now I mean everyone has a street corner to stop and go from because of social media, and right. so everybody can can proclaim they are a guru and. Those who proclaim their gurus usually are the least gurus. Um, you know, they just are, are trying to fake it till they make it or something. The, what you've got to do is you absolutely have to you have to prove that you're you're the most knowledgeable by educating people. And it's you know I, I have a thing. You have to become an expert at something. It doesn't matter what you're an expert at. It's funny. The reason why we're willing to buy. Uh, automobiles and and even uh be swayed a lot of folks just swayed by the way to vote by athletes actors musicians is because they're really great at something so we all like subconsciously we assume that if you're the best golfer in the world you're probably good at more than that you know that's why gillette utilizes athletes and things like that we just think you must be you must know you're an expert at something so you got to become an expert at something no matter what you're doing and and it's funny um you may not even know what your expertise is or think your expertise is not even that even even that specialized or that special, but for instance, I have a client who is a chiropractor, and he figured out that he had this ad that he wrote that every time he placed it in a community magazine, and I don't know the real numbers, but let's just assume um, he got a hundred calls, fifty patients booked, uh, twenty came in, and ten became clients. So he knew what a client was worth, uh, you know, over the lifetime of a client, or what the deal was he closed, and so he knew that every time he ran this ad, effectively he was going to get ten new clients, and so. The numbers, if numbers work, then you got a winner. So he realized the numbers worked. So he became an expert at this ad and where to run it and how to run it. He now has over 100 chiropractors around the country paying him $1,000 a month just for the right to run the ad. And my only point being, you know, that's a million to a year just in, just in the right to run this ad. And so your expertise may be much more valuable than you think it is. And this is all, I mean, I'm sure he knows a lot more, but, but particularly the expertise he just monetized was a very small piece of expertise. So you got to become the expert at something. And obviously once he did that, they want more from him. Now, okay, what other ads can we lease from you or whatever, you know, will you license to us? And so, once you become the expert at something, you then have to display your expertise. And this is where social media, the web, have really made you know publishing information effectively free, which is great. I don't think you should stop there. Certainly blogs and articles and press releases are great places to display your expertise. When people are looking for you, if they see you have a, a plethora of content, without even reading it, they will know you're an expert. Um, books are one of my favorite. We published 500 authors last year uh, through our publishing company. I mean, books are one of the fastest, easiest ways to get instant credibility. Because most people won't even read the book, but they know if you wrote a book, you at least know that much, as thick as the book is. You at least know that much. That's what they think, right? And that's, so that's you, get, true. It, you get instant credibility. So uh, newsletters are great, physical newsletters, email newsletters, uh, creating products on a subject. We have a lot of like uh, doctors we work with who create products, and even lawyers who create products on how to do things or or how to um you know how to recover best after your surgery or you know how to prepare for uh, to lose fifty pounds. And and they sometimes sell sometimes give them away, but it gives them huge credibility. They literally created the product on how to do this, which gives you more credibility. So there's a bunch of different ways to display your expertise, but you've got to get it out of your head onto the page, either digitally or physically, and then people can actually see what you know. Because I always talk about this kind of as the, the, the husband and wife factor. It's like, how many times have, have you said, man, they must think I can read their mind? And, and, and you laugh about it because we all think that we communicate better than we do. But we're putting the same exact thing to our clients and prospects, we think they know how much we know because we know how much we know. But until we stop and start displaying that expertise, they have no idea. 
That is such a good, such a valid point. The other thing that I I, I like about uh, uh, what you outline in the book is uh, the fact that you want to train uh, your clients to get paid like a celebrity, not just in their area of expertise, uh, but uh, you know, in, in the tactical, practical of, of their of whatever their you know technique is. But to actually, you know, uh, expand their brand, kind of what you were talking about with the chiropractor, to get paid at at the celebrity level, uh, where you are uh, basically courted <laughs> as the unequivocal authority for for what you do. I, I think that's a very fascinating and valid point that I think people need to hear. I mean, one, one, again, once you become the expert at something, I mean, people want to know you. They want to be around you. They want to understand you. They, I mean, it, you have to build, you know, you have to build and show your personality. And, and some people have a harder time doing that, but, you know, you can show as much as well as you want to. But I can certainly tell you that um, a doctor who uh, is willing to uh, blog and write about his, you know, his motorcycle trips up the Appalachians is probably going to be of more interest to me, uh, you know, if I'm an enthusiast of outdoors or motorcycles or anything else than just an average doctor. And so what I say is I, I say when you're telling your story and, and you're thinking people who you are, you need to use as many personal hooks as you can. I call them personal hooks. So when I speak, one of the first things I do is I kind of I kind of let people know who I am. Um, there, there's a guy I actually don't even know him very well, but I've heard him say it a couple times and, and heard other people quote him, and it's a great quote. He's a motivational speaker named Jonathan Sprinkles. And Jonathan says, people won't hear you until they know you. I think it's so crucial to understand this. And so what you're doing by when you're introducing yourself or when people come to your website and read your About Me page, look, they don't want to read the old cur- curriculum vitae. That's not what it's about. They want to know who you are. And so they want to know you aren't. You in the witness protection program, right? They want to know that you've been around for a while, that you know that you have hobbies, that you have a family, or whatever is, is important to you. Because the more of those things you throw out there, the more everyone will have something to say. Man, I, I, I'm I'm like this person, and if you like somebody, you trust them. Uh, I always ask in the seminars that I do, uh, hey, how many of you have gone home and have actually looked up to see whether your doctor is actually certified by the medical board? Uh, and and the the response is like. Maybe one percent. Like no one ever does this because ultimately, right. if we like someone, we trust them. We just assume it's true. This is what right. we do. And so, um, you know, by utilizing um, those strategies of, of helping people get to understand and know who you are, um, you build trust, and then you know the rest is history. Uh, now, part of this, part of the branding that you also teach uh, is uh, basically what you, you you kind of outlined it in the book. You call it an online marketing platform. Mm-hmm. And you talk about specifically how, you know, to set up your website, uh, all of the, I would, I would call it Internet marketing tools, uh, tricks and techniques that one needs to have, too. And I thought that was radically uh, different from many of the other branding uh, books that I have uh, read and folks that I have interviewed is that you really just break down every single component uh, of, of, of what is necessary uh, however, uh, it can be a bit overwhelming for someone that's new to the game, which obviously is why they have folks like you where they can come to you. So let's talk about uh, uh, your organization. First of all, how can, how can people find you? 
So um, people can go to celebritybrandingagency.com. That's celebritybrandingagency.com. Or they can Google my name. You will, I'm not hard to find because um, I practice what I preach. Um, you know, the interesting thing about our, our businesses, it, it came about kind of as um, – it's kind of my calling in life, but I never figured it would be here. I mean, I started out in the music business, uh, started songwriting, started playing guitar at six, started writing at 16, put out my first record at 18, which was still by 800 copies under my parents' bed because I didn't understand some of the principles of, of media marketing and PR. Um, but then I, I went off to the music business, produced a bunch of uh, music videos, uh, a bunch of records, um, had a songwriting deal in Nashville in my early 20s. And so I really intended to get into music, but I went to law school at the same time, by the way, because I really wanted to be the president of a record label, and, and I just knew that lots of presidents of major corporations were lawyers. So I went to law school. Um, what ended up happening is I kind of got on the path to become an agent. And my partner, um, who's been my mentor for many years now as my partner, he said, Nick, if you would bring that mentality of an agent out of the entertainment world where it's the norm and you brought it to the business world, he's like, you could change the game. Mm. And I said, kind of, how do you mean? And so we started kind of discussing it. And so um, over the years, we kind of developed this agency, and, and we – are the first business agents in the world. We Right now we represent over 12 clients in 26 countries around the world, and we help them get the media, marketing, and PR they deserve to grow their business. So my clients are, you know, they're not, uh, you know, they're not professional athletes, although, I mean, I get by them all the time, and I have worked with professional athletes and musicians and everything else, but the bulk of my clients are doctors, dentists, personal trainers, um, entrepreneurs, and, and I'm their agent, just like if they were, Tiger Woods or uh, whoever, Kobe Bryant. I'm their agent, and I help them maximize their media marketing PR and build their personal brands so they can grow their business effectively because they now are unequivocally the, the celebrity expert in their field. That is absolutely incredible. Now, you know, you, you, you guys really do a lot as, as, a, as an agent, but also you have a, a celebrity book publishing system as well. Is that right? Yeah, um, kind of the main things that we do for our clients is uh, we help people on TV. Uh, I was blessed enough to win an Emmy last year and produce a lot of TV. And so we have uh, six or seven TV properties that we only can keep up right now, but that we produce, we, and they air on TV, and we, we put our clients on our show. So we get people on NBC, CBS, ABC, and Fox affiliates around the country. Uh, we have a book publishing division. We publish books by Brian Tracy, uh, Jack Canfield, Dan Kennedy, Mark Smith, um, the list goes on and on and on, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Uh, and so we, we work with our clients to get them published with celebrity authors, and we guarantee bestseller status. We literally know how to guarantee that your book will hit the bestseller list. So we do that. And then we also um, have a kind of a PR and big print program, we call it, we get our clients guaranteed coverage in USA Today on over 100 major dot-coms and then start continually perpetuating press and PR for them throughout the course of a year. And those, those are kind of the three main things we do. Obviously, we, we do a lot of web management for our clients. Uh, we, we can get you to become a celebrity blogger on many different big websites. Uh, we create products for our clients through another division called the Product Pros. But really, it all stems around helping people become celebrity experts in their niche, helping them get the media marketing PR they deserve, and then helping them monetize. That's really what we do. Fantastic. Nick, one more time for the people. Where can they find uh, uh, your company? Oh, what's your web address? Sure. Celebritybrandingagency.com. Fantastic. Nick, I want to have you come back anytime and talk about this phenomenal uh, uh, icon called Celebrity Branding You. 
Uh, I think you guys do it the best of the best in the industry, and I've worked with so many people. Uh, and so I just continue. I just wish you continued success. Uh, and uh, I guess in closing, the the question that I would have is, uh, the people listening to this would very much get excited. How would they prepare themselves to start to work with you? Do they need to be at a particular level, or where do what what's what's the barrier to entry, and what is the level of entry? Sure. So that, um, we worked with we've worked with people as I put it from broke to four billion uh, in income. So I mean we have things for people uh, all along spectrum. Of course, you know uh, our programs do cost money, but we do a lot of things for people for as little as five hundred dollars a month. And I mean, so for instance, uh, it, it, I have a long program for five hundred dollars a month where I can make you a, a guaranteed best-selling author with Jack Canfield. Uh, you can you can become a best-selling author, get inducted into the National Academy of Best-selling authors, uh, go out to Hollywood. Meet Jack Canfield. Uh, go to what we call the Quilly Awards, which is the business and, and publishing equivalent of the Grammys and the Emmys. Get your award, your statue, which is made by the same people who make the Oscars and Emmys. Uh, there's a bunch of press releases that go along with it. Photos, HD video of you getting your award, red carpet interviews. So I mean, just just I would say that the threshold is about $500 a month. But there's so much I can do for you for $500 a month. That is fantastic. Uh, count me in, ladies right. and gentlemen. We're here with Nick Nanton. Uh, celebrity branding you. Uh, go to the website. If you're seriously serious about getting your book out there, becoming the brand uh, in your in your field and niche, uh, these are the guys that do it the best. Uh, Nick, thanks for have, uh, coming on the show, and I want you to have, come back uh, for, uh, probably in about a few months, and let's talk about the progress. Sounds good, man. Hey, thanks so much for having me, and I appreciate the kind words, and if anyone needs any help, uh, you know where to find me. You got it, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.